Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. just a sports report today or tonight rather Australian time I'm going to be jumping in to UFC Vegas 61 taking place this Sunday morning and early afternoon in Australia and it's from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas supposedly Mark Zuckerberg has hired the event out there's not going to be any fans inside the Apex apparently there's going to be no one inside the apex what the fuck mark zuckerberg what what the fuck i don't want to say anything he's got too much money uh but yeah fucking strange creature mark zuckerberg so i don't know what's going on ufc vegas 61 the card is not the most appetizing but look i'm an optimistic guy i am excited for our main event women's strawweight action between Jan Shanan and Mackenzie Dern. Could be the best grappler in any female division. She's definitely right up there. So great stylistic main event. We've got an interesting welterweight co-main event as well between rude boy Randy Brown and Francisco Trinaldo, a veteran, but someone who has shown that he's very quality. And I think fighting inside the smaller UFC Apex Octagon may favor Trinaldo as well. So basically today, UFC Vegas 61. Today is all about my predictions. Now for pay-per-views, bigger cards, usually I'll do a few, uh, fucking my English, goodness gracious. Too, too bloody excited for this epic card. Um, but look, usually I'll do a full preview of each fight. Today, it's going to be a little bit more rapid. I'll go through a basic profile. Uh, I have done all my study. I've watched plenty of tape. Uh, I've done done my base work on every fighter. I knew a lot of them already coming in, familiar with a lot of their bodies of work. So I feel pretty good going into this card. You can't get them all, but today I'll just be doing a quick, more rapid kind of predictions across the entire card. And look, tomorrow, thoughts and comments. I'm excited for that. Uh, it's going to be the return of UFC thoughts and comments. Had a couple of weeks off, was on holiday, no UFC last weekend. So look, I'm excited, really pumped to get back into UFC thoughts and comments. If you don't know what that podcast is, basically, I'm going to be sitting down and watching the card tomorrow from the very first fight. And I'll be giving thoughts before the fight, which you'll get a few thoughts on today's podcast as well. Uh, but just some thoughts going into the fight. Uh, I may include some betting in there. I don't think I will for this one. Uh, I think we'll just keep that private. You can chuck us a DM on Instagram at not just a sports report if you do want to get on board some of the punts. But it's mainly going to be a thoughts and comments live reactions. So I'll watch the fights give my thoughts after the fight and yeah you'll just get the live raw 
feedback of what's going on. And today's podcast, it's about a preview. Plenty of questions going into this card. Thoughts and comments will have some answers and a bit of hindsight. So do not forget, within an hour of the card finishing tomorrow, uh, the Thoughts and Comments podcast will be out. And yeah, we can keep the chat rolling in regards to UFC Vegas 61. Got a few fights on this card as well. So I'll be going through, giving my quick takes, and then jumping through my prediction. And yeah, not much else to get amongst. So big straw weight main event, Mackenzie Dern up against Yao Shinan. This is not just a sports report, UFC fight night preview. And of course, motherfucking predictions. Welcome if it's your first time. If you've come back to the podcast and listened before, bloody oath. Bloody oath. Thanks for coming back. Thanks one and all for listening. Hopefully we can get some correct picks today. Now there is nothing else to do but get amongst it. sink our teeth into the matches. Now we've got the preliminary card first and then I'll jump into the main card. I'm seeing as well Jessica Panay up against Tabitha Ricci. That was originally supposed to be on this card. Has since been scratched. So that one now off the card. Let me just count. Six fights on the prelims. Six on the main. So 12 fights overall. Let's get started shall we? First on the card, we have bantamweight action between Guido Canetti and Randy Costa. Now, checking out the tale of the tape, Guido is 42 years old, whilst Randy Costa is 28. So that does have to be taken into consideration a large percentage of the time. The younger fighter does win. But Guido Canetti, he's a tough dude. He displayed that last time out when he knocked Chris Mutino out, senseless, beat him senseless. And Mutino, he felt like the UFC were trying to hand him an easy guaranteed win against Guido Canetti. But Canetti is just such a tough guy. So for Randy Costa, he cannot underestimate his opponent. Costa, he will have a significant height and reach advantage though. So in terms of the tail of the tape, look, I think Randy Costa... He's been promising at times where it looks like maybe he could make somewhat of a run and really get some high profile fights, but he has fallen off a little bit in recent times. This one, he has to win to prove that he's worth his salt. He's off, coming off back-to-back -back losses, um, but look, against really top opposition in Adrian Yanez and Tony Kelly, but both times, Randy Costa was finished after body shots. So he's shown the tendency to wilt after being hit really hard to the body. That is something Guido Canetti does have the power to do. Canetti, look, he's a big finisher. He has four knockout wins, a nine and six overall record for Guido Canetti. So not the most polished record, but seven finishes from nine wins, four knockouts, three submissions, and he is coming off. Look, he's lost a lot in recent times, but up against really tough competition. Guido Canetti's taken on the likes of Marlon Vera, Badgeral Dana, 
Manamana Martinez. Uh, so look, he's lost to some really top guys, but he's lethal. He proved that. Now he's coming off the win against Chris Mutino. But I like Randy Costa here. Six wins, all six wins by knockout. That seems to be the way he's going to do it. Look, I think either way, this fight doesn't go the distance. And Randy Costa, if he wants to take that next step forward and really establish himself within the bantamweight division, he needs to win this. And the only way he's ever won has been by knockout throughout his mixed martial arts career. Now for Guido Canetti, he's very durable. In 15 career fights, he's only been knocked out once by Danar Bakgaral, who, look, he is a heavy hitter for the bantamweight division. So this one could very well go the distance, but to open the card, look, I'm going to take the younger fighter, not a heap of confidence. I did pick him last time against Tony Kelly, and he lost. So I'm not overly confident with this one, but if Randy Costa wants to take that next step forward and really regain some momentum, he has to win. So opener, I'm taking Randy Costa over Guido Canetti by knockout. Then we move on to Julia Stoliarenko and Chelsea Chandler. This one really interesting. I haven't seen much of Chelsea Chandler at all, whereas Julia Stoliarenko some low moments, some not so good moments, but if you're only as good as your last fight, well, Stoliarenko seems to have finally progressed to where she's ready to transition to the biggest stage of the UFC. She had the round one submission over Jessica Rose Clark, and in this one, look, not much in terms of age between them. Stoliarenko, 29, whilst Chan Chelsea Chandler is 31. Slight height and reach advantage for Chelsea Chandler. And look, Chandler, she's, I don't know, let's be honest. She's the fighter on this card that I know the least about. She's had a few wins. She's never been submitted or finished. And look, in terms of this card, there is no one I have more mystery surrounding than Chelsea Chandler. So she could come out and really surprise me. But here's my key statistic for Julia Stoliarenko. Stoliarenko, look, not the best record overall. 10-6 and two draws. And she was coming off three straight losses all in her UFC career. So she was 0-3 under her UFC banner, or under the UFC banner. Fucking blimey. But then at UFC 276 in July this year, a 42-second submission win over Jessica Rose Clark. Now, here's my key statistic. For Julia Stoliarenko, nine of her 10 career wins, first-round submissions. So that is her absolute specialty. I went against Stoliarenko last time uh, versus Jessica Rose Clark, but I did say, I remember that clearly because I said I wasn't confident on that pick, and I said, if Stoliarenko wins, or if there's a finish in this one, it's going to be a Stoliarenko submission. And I didn't back her in, even though there were clear signs that she could get it done this time. And it's very dangerous at women's flyweight. It's hard to predict and bet on. But I like what I see from Stoliarenko. 
I think she can back it up. So I'm going to make a play on Julia Stoliarenko over Chelsea Chandler by submission. And I'm going to dabble in terms of the betting market in a couple of different things. I'm going to jump on double chance, which I saw $2 for Stoliarenko to win by decision or submission. I really like that. Now that would rule out knockout or technical knockout. But I think if Stoliarenko gets this done, it's either by submission or decision. So I'm going to jump on that at $2. And look, Stoliarenko, head-to-head even, is pretty decent value. But I'm also going to do a side bet of Stoliarenko to win in the first round. My overall prediction for this fight, Stoliarenko by submission. So I'm going to spice it up and say first round submission. So taking Stoliarenko over Chelsea Chandler. I apologize to any Chelsea Chandler fanatics. I didn't know much about her and I did watch some tape. Uh, she was the only one I haven't got in front of me in my notes. And hey, I'm excited to see what she can offer. But taking Stoliarenko of the Julia variety by submission. Now jumping on to some light heavyweight action. Some older fellas as well. 38 year old Maxim Grishin and Felipe Linz, 38 and 37 respectively. They've fought a fair few fights at heavyweight, but this one taking place at light heavyweight, pretty even in terms of height and reach, pretty even across the board. Now for Felipe Linz, not in the best of form. He's dropped two of his last three, but look, the former PFL fighter, he is, he's pretty quality. 15 and five record. He wasn't really having much success in the heavyweight division, uh, but then he moved down to light heavyweight. So Felipe Linz, he actually successfully moved down. He won returning to light heavyweight, and now Felipe Linz chasing that next win. Now, Lin's 15-5 overall record, his kryptonite, look, four of five losses by way of knockout, which is dangerous because Felipe's opponent in Maxim Grishin, look, he has got unbelievable kickboxing. So Felipe will have to be really careful. Now, in this Apex fight, I'm not exactly sure how this goes down. Look, Felipe is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So he can whip out some very interesting moves that I think could trouble Maxim Grishin. But overall, I do like the Russian in Grishin. Has 43 career fights. A mixed record as of late. Uh, like he even missed weight against Dustin Jacoby recently. And so look, I don't know overall what to really make of this fight in the bigger picture of the light heavyweight division. But the winner will be taking a leap forward and they'll get a higher profile matchup next. I'm going to take Maxim Grishin by decision. They are bigger guys, so there is the risk that it gets finished within the distance. But overall, just skill set in, in what I think will be a tight contest and what the judges may favor, I think I'm going to go with Maxim Grishin. I think he'll get the better moments in terms of the striking, and I think he'll have some good control time up against the cage, and throughout the 15 minutes, I think maybe he wins two rounds and drops one. So I'm going to take Maxim Grishin 
over Felipe Linz by decision. Then we have middleweight action. Poland's Krzysztof Czotko, 33 years old, up against Brendan Allen, younger fighter at 26. Now in this one, Jotko will have a reach advantage, but this is another one I'm not too sure what to make of. Although for the winner, they are going to move forward and move up the divisional ladder at middleweight, but neither of them have really been able to take that next step yet. So they're a great test for each other. Brendan Allen, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. At times, he's just, he's fallen short. I've liked to bet against him, to be honest. Uh, and I have had success betting against him. Uh, but overall, look, Brendan Allen, 19-5 and five record. And he, where's he fucking training? Sanford MMA. Or King, King uh, fucking hell. They changed their name. Killcliffe. Uh, but look, 10 of 19 wins for Brendan Allen by submission. And 15 finishes from his 19 wins. Although, look, Christoph Jocko is very durable. He's only been finished three times across 29 fights. Jocko, 17 of 24 wins by decision. I do have the feeling this one is going to go the distance. And that makes it a head scratcher to predict. Because I don't know what the judges are thinking. Both guys, when they present the best version of themselves, will, wowee, they can genuinely work themselves up the ladder to some ranked opponents and like really start making some moves. But if they're not on, if they don't present the best version of themselves, well, we've seen them lose before and there is a path to victory as well as a path to a loss for both of these guys. So inconsistency at times has plagued them. I'm taking Brendan Allen by decision. Not a lot of confidence in this one, but whoever does win, to their credit, it's a big win. They will start to work toward the rankings. So this does have a lot of significance in terms of the middleweight division. What it means for the loser, uh, probably yeah, a fight of not too much note. So to stay relevant and really make their push, one of these guys needs to win. I think Brendan Allen can do it. So I've taken Brendan Allen by decision. Then after that, Joaquin Silva, Jesse Ronson. This one I have no idea what to make of. For uh, Joaquin Silva, he's lost three of his last four. He's coming off a two-fight losing streak. Does have the tendency uh, to get exposed and get rocked. And he's up against Jesse Ronson, whose record is 21-11 and won no contest. And he's tough, but... Gee whiz, the last time he really had like a proper winning run was 2018. Now, I know a lot of people who are going to go with Jesse Ronson in this one. This is one I, I really, I've watched the tape, I've thought about, and I have no confidence either way. So I'm just going to bang my prediction out there. I'm going to take Joaquin Silva over Jesse Ronson by decision. This is probably the least confident pick of the day. I don't have too much confidence in either, but good luck to both of them. I'm not a hater. Hopefully, one, like whoever wins, they get that extra money, and hopefully we see a fight of the night, performance of the night, bonus check. But that, yeah, that was a head-scratcher. 
didn't really know what to make of that one, so I've gone Joaquin Silva over Jesse Ronson. And then, heavyweight featured prelim. We've got Alexi Olinik and Alia Latifi. Latifi, 40 years old. Olinik, 45 years old. And a sizable reach advantage for the Russian Alexi Olinik. This is another one I have no idea what to make of. Alia Latifi, look, they're both toward the end of their career. So it's hard to tell. I'm a massive fan of both. Alexi Olinik. The amount of times I've won money on a submission prop, it's ridiculous. Olenek has fought 77 professional mixed martial arts fights. Alexi's record, 60 wins, 16 losses, and one draw. That is a phenomenal record. Alexi Olenek, like this guy, is an absolute legend of the sport. And who knows how many times we're going to see this guy go around. 47 career submission wins. Unbelievable for Olenek. Then you have Alia Latifi. Only 24 career fights. So the experience definitely goes to Olenek. But Alia Latifi has been around for what seems like forever. So I think he's going to have the experience. This one was a bit of a flip of a coin one. And I've gone uh, Alia Latifi by knockout. I, I think, look, it's either Alexi by submission, Aaliyah by knockout. It could go to decision, but yeah, the more I thought about this one, I was like, I don't know. When they're a bit closer to the end of their career, it, it's harder to tell exactly where their motivation is. I mean, could this be Alexi's last fight? I'm not sure. So we'll check back in on that. Thoughts and comments to just quickly go through my prelims picks again. Randy Costa over Guido Canetti by knockout. I've got Julia Stoliarenko submitting Chelsea Chandler in the first round. Maxim Grishin over Felipe Linz by decision. Brendan Allen over Christoph Jotko by decision. Joaquin Silva over Jesse Ronson by decision. And Alia Latifi over Alexi Olenek. There we go. Boom. Brain. <laughs> Almost. Stopped. My brain stopped for like half a second, nearly a full second, but just half a second. That one came back to me. But with that being said, that was the prelims portion. I'll check back up on those picks during the thoughts and comments live reaction podcast tomorrow. And of course, Louis still got six fights to go. So now there is nothing else to do but get amongst it. UFC Vegas 61. It's time for the main card. Alright, let's keep these rapid predictions rolling. We've got the six fights on the main card. And the opener for the main card, this is my pick for fight of the night. You've got Mike Davis with a record of 9-2 and two, up against Slava Borshev, 6-2. and two, And Slava Claus in particular, intrigues me a lot. Has phenomenal power for a lightweight. Really, really big knockout power. So look, this is going to be a striking feature. I'm picking this one to be fight of the night, given how both men, very explosive. And I like Slava Borshev a lot. I think there's a big chance that he can get a massive knockout here. 
but I've swung towards Mike Davis. I think what's ha- what happens if Borshev doesn't get the knockout and this goes into the latter rounds, I think Mike Davis has the better cardio. And I think overall, in that UFC apex, so a bit of a different octagon, I think that's going to favor Mike Davis. He's also got a pretty decent reach advantage. This one very close though. I think fight of the night, I'm taking Mike Davis by decision. Then in catchweight action, John Castaneda, 19-5, and five, up against Daniel Willicat Santos. Now, Daniel Santos coming off that loss to Julian Arce uh, by decision. And for Castaneda, well, he's actually been on a roll at the moment. Two straight wins, a first-round knockout over Eddie Wineland, and a first-round submission over Miles Johns, who had a record of 12 and one going into that. So Castaneda really starting to come into his own. This guy, look, he's a heavy hitter. I like him a lot. But I also see a lot of upside in Daniel Santos. So for this one, I've gone John Castaneda, but I've gone Castaneda by decision. I think he's really starting to warm into his role as a UFC fighter, and he's starting to make moves. So his next one, realistically needs to be beating Daniel Santos, who I like, but he's unproven so far at UFC level comparatively to Castaneda. So I'm taking John Castaneda by decision. Then in featherweight action, very short-priced favorite, Sadiq Youssef, up against Don Shanus, who trains at MMA Glory and Fitness, or Glory MMA and Fitness under James Krause. Shane is very durable. I actually think this guy is going to put up a great fight. I've taken Sadiq Yusuf by knockout, but don't be surprised if we see this one go the distance. I think Sadiq wins, but Don Shanus, I think he's going to surprise a few people here. Taking Sadiq Yusuf though by knockout, then Bantamweight, and this one I think is the closest fight of the night. Haoni Barcelos up against Traven Jones. Look, Traven Jones, it could be a potential great underdog pick here, but I've gone with Barcelos by decision. Now, Barcelos, he's coming off a loss to Victor Henry, where, look, he was just outworked, and that now leads Barcelos into this fight with a two-fight losing streak. So, look, Traven Jones... He's proven that he is a really tough fighter. Last fight, he went down to Javid Bashrat. But look, he's looking like very much the prospect. So for this one, look, one of them can take a big step forward. That's what the theme around this general card seems to be. I've gone with Haoni Barcelos by decision. But this one, not a lot of confidence in the pick. But going to take Barcelos by decision. Then, the two big ones. Welterweight co-main event, Randy Rudeboy Brown up against Francisco Trinaldo. Big age discrepancy, Randy Brown 32, whilst Trinaldo is 44. Look, I think Randy Brown has the tools here, but Francisco Trinaldo continues to impress. Two straight wins, had a decision over Dwight Grant, and then he had a decision over Danny Roberts. Trinaldo, 
He seems to be getting better with age. But Randy Brown, look, I think this is... Look, the theme of the card, I've said, is guys and girls taking that next logical step forward in their journey. For Randy Brown, he's just outside that top 15, coming off a very impressive win over one of my absolute favourite guys in the UFC, Chaos Williams. So Randy Brown's really seemingly putting it together. Trinaldo is that experienced, experienced, tough, grizzled veteran to really test him out. I think Randy Brown passes the test and works his way to a really big matchup. Next up, I've taken Randy Brown by decision. I do think he can get the finish here. I really like Randy Brown in this one, but overall I've gone Randy Brown over Francisco Trinaldo by decision. I think that one goes the distance. Then an intriguing main event, women's strawweight action between Mackenzie Dern, Jan Xiaonan. Uh, just going to check the rankings here. Now, I like Mackenzie Dern in this one. I've gone Mackenzie Dern by, dis, uh, by submission, sorry. Now, I can see this one going the distance. There are a lot of ways this can play out. I think if it goes down predominantly on the feet, then Jan Xiaonan, I think she can win this. She's a really good striker. She's ranked... Sixth in the, the division, Mackenzie Dern ranked fifth. So it's a perfect matchup. They're not too far away from title shot calculations, or at least a really big name opponent next up. So it's a big fight for both of them. Mackenzie Dern, though, her grappling and jiu-jitsu is otherworldly. I cannot stress that enough. Mackenzie Dern, I've been watching her for a while. I feel very confident and I've actually picked correctly her last three fights. So I feel pretty good. I feel confident around her and what I know around Mackenzie Dern. Yan Xiaonan, I've seen a lot of her. I just haven't paid as close attention. But she's very fierce and stands a big chance of winning this one. They're a great test stylistically for each other. But I'm going to take Mackenzie Dern by submission. Her grappling, I just, I rate it so highly. In the women's strawweight division, I believe she's the best grappler. And so in saying that, the fact that she has 25 minutes, if this was a three round fight, I'd lean toward it going the distance. We have 25 minutes to decide it here. And I just feel as though Mackenzie Dern, if she can get the right opening in the grappling exchanges, I think she is just so class and that she's going to be able to take it. So my prediction, UFC Vegas 51 main card and the main event of the evening, women's strawweight action. I'm going to take Mackenzie Dern by submission over Jan Xiaonan. That's the entire card. Wrapped it up in a pretty rapid fashion. And I'll be back in the morning, tomorrow morning, to watch the entire card. Full thoughts and comments. And that will be dropping the Live Reactions podcast within an hour of UFC Vegas 51 wrapping up. So basically, as I said, the premise will be before the fights, I'll talk a little bit more about them, uh, and then I'll speak about the actual result of the fight. Live reactions, really excited to see how it goes down, and of course, we'll monitor all of tonight's picks. So all my predictions in this podcast, we'll see how they go. I'll be posting them over on the Instagram 
and not just a sports report, but since you've already listened to the podcast, you have my picks. Let's see. Let's see how we go. This one, not the most exciting card. Next weekend has some bangers. And then after that, it's UFC 280, the biggest card of the entire year. So look, there is a lot of, a lot to look forward to. This card, I thought, of rapid predictions would be a bit of fun. And I can't wait to dive in to the card itself. So with that being said, this has been UFC 2-something, fucking 61. Not even a 2. Sorry, I got excited to wrap up there. I was on the home straight like a horse, just charging to the finish line. And uh, I must have been the jockey and got flung off. But look, UFC Vegas 61. Those are my fucking picks, basically. So there you go. Let's see how they go tomorrow. Check out UFC thoughts and comments, as I mentioned. Thank you so much for listening. And of course, most importantly, enjoy the fights. Let's see how they go. And I'll hear and fucking see. Goodness gracious, the wheels are falling off. You'll hear me tomorrow on the Thoughts and Podcast comments. Fuck. Okay, laters.